Welcome back, Flash Fanatics, to another episode of Back in the Flash, the podcast about CW's TV show, The Flash. And this week, we're going to be talking about CW's other TV show, uh, other superhero TV show, Arrow, uh, because they did a special crossover episode. Uh, we're your hosts, Steve. And Meg. And we're going to be talking in this episode about the Flash half of the crossover episode, which was titled Flash versus Arrow. Mm-hmm. And so just initially, what were your thoughts on the event as a whole? What did you think about it? Oh, I mean, I was super pumped about it anyway, just to have the crossover because I love right. both of these shows. So yeah. they should do this more often, I feel like. Yeah, like yeah. all the time. Not all the time, but, you know, <laughs> way more often than right. just uh, once every however many months it's been <laughs> since The Flash has come out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it was a blast. But, A, I feel like it's a lot of work for everyone involved oh, to do I'm something sure. like this, especially yeah. the, the three actors on each show that were on both shows right right from the flash you had uh cisco and caitlin, caitlin and barry mm-hmm. all come over to star city and from arrow you had diggle felicity and arrow mm-hmm. uh all, ollie head over to central city in yeah. the flash episode so those six actors were all pulling double shifts trying to get all this stuff done yeah uh, it's their job though well, get to work. I mean, they, their job's one show. <laughs> their job's one show. This was all extra. Like they had to do another show for that week, and I know. I'm sure, I'm it was sure they a, enjoyed it, though. I mean, yeah, all, no, the, all I mean, the promotional photos and everything that came out and videos and everything looked yeah. like they were having a really good time. Well, and out how with can each you other. not enjoy filming something so awesome? Yeah, right. And I really, uh, I enjoyed the the title screen too for both mm-hmm. the Flash and the Arrow mm-hmm. on both. Um, episodes they kind of changed them up a little bit to incorporate yep. the other you they know, threw, threw the lightning bolt in at the end of the arrow one and in the flash one they had the arrow go through the title yeah uh, yeah no it was it was a fun little touch in each of them. <laughs> yeah definitely i actually wasn't expecting i know it said the flash versus the arrow or, or whatever mm-hmm. but i wasn't ex- actually expecting them to fight i was really, really kind of surprised yeah. about that i thought it would be like who could out hero the other one <laughs> rather than right. like who could right, actually right. win at a fight because yeah. obvious like the obvious answer is the flash yeah i, Come on. I mean there's really, really no competition I, I mean generally not to put you on the spot but generally you tend to be more of an arrow fan absolutely right yeah but yeah, come on. Right. <laughs> who's who's going to win in a fight? Is it really a question? No, there is no question. Because he's got superpowers. No. Like, you can't be no. a normal human and fight superpowers right. and win. Right. But obviously, they can't answer that question on the show. They can't, right. like, give a straight answer <laughs> to that. They have they to... They can't say one wins right. over the other, so... You can't do that. You got to stoke the, stoke the fanboy fires <laughs> right. and let it go. Uh... And but it, it was a lot of fun. It was, yeah. And, and we got to see some moments that were really cool. Uh, on the Flash episode, we saw uh, we saw them duking it out. Yeah. Uh, and the villain that they chose for that was uh, Rainbow Raider. Mm-hmm. Roy G. Bivolo B- B- Bivolo is how they pronounced it. I pronounced it Bivolo last oh, week. Oh, okay. Uh, and they Bivolo. pronounced it Bivolo on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways... <laughs> Yeah, so, and the way they did Rainbow Raider on this show was that he was manipulating people's emotions. Right. Uh, which really, I mean, he existed in the episode primarily as the motive for turning the Flash evil. Right, right? yeah. To, to make him and Oliver 
fight square off because right. there's no way they would otherwise, otherwise right because right? they're like, like best friends and stuff so they get along fairly well yeah they have differing opinions on things but they aren't gonna like come to fisticuffs otherwise right uh so they had to give flash some little it was really twist. really weird to see him anything but jolly and like right. goofy and stuff like right. that that serious anger was yeah. i mean don't get me wrong, it was played exceptionally well by Grant Gustin. Like, yeah. I think that he did a really good job of mm-hmm. uh, sh- showing that part of the character or whatever for this episode. But it was just so, like, I hated every minute of it. <laughs> I was like, no, the Flash is supposed <laughs> to be so happy. Like, right. get out of here with all this anger. It was yeah. so yeah. strange. Cause, especially because it doesn't seem like he has this anger pent up or like he even puts any no. thought in some of these things that happen or whatever it just yeah. rolls no it, back, it so. really doesn't there's i mean there was that line at the end of the episode where they where he said like you know i i wish i could say that it was all because of bivolo but those right. those feelings must be somewhere i really just don't get the sense that they are yeah anywhere at all like he's so light-hearted and easygoing mm-hmm. i just i have a hard time thinking that they are somewhere i think that He's just a super <laughs> cheerful character. Right. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe that's just because they've done such a good job at making him lighthearted and fun and right. cheerful. And The whole cast is that way, too. I mean, Cisco and Kaylin. Yeah. I mean, Kaylin not as much as Cisco, obviously, but uh, it seems like everybody is just much uh, more lighthearted and just mm-hmm. cheerful in mm-hmm. general um, compared to, like, the Arrow cast that are so somber and, like... I mean, Felicity does add a little goofiness in there or whatever right. but even her goofiness isn't to the extreme that like cisco's goofiness is you right. know so right. yeah it's absolutely completely different dichotomies but um yeah so let's dive in and talk about the flash half of the episode specifically yes. let's just kind of break through this scene by scene here yeah. a little bit, right so uh it opens up and we've got the bank robber right mm-hmm. and flash has to stop this bank robbery speeds in just in the nick of time everybody's fighting each other because of the rainbow raiders right uh, powers and somehow stops it we kind of just saw him speed up to the top the the second floor and watch as everybody stopped being affected by rainbow raiders powers right right? he did kind of explain that too he's like everybody well i mean he saved that one guy from being shot by the crazy girl sure yeah yeah, yeah. um and then he kind of stands there and he's like it was so weird they were fighting and then they it just sort like they all just sort of stopped like right so i guess maybe the effects just wore off at that point yeah like you just rage out for a minute i guess maybe rainbow raider just gave them all a minor dose because all he really wanted to do was rob the bank and right. he only needed a few minutes to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I, I guess that'd be my, well, yeah. And I, I, I guess cause it was my confusion, I guess, as to why it was so seriously affecting, uh, Barry. Right. Like why it would last right. so long for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think they, they sort of tried to explain that, I think, with just um, that his body was trying to, like, fight it off. So mm-hmm. it made it, I guess, worse. Right. Well, and so, they even talked about how, like, he was holding it inside. He was fighting it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because he's normally such a cheerful personality, he was trying to suppress it. And that was making it worse and worse. Um, 
Yeah. So, so I guess if he would have just let let it out to begin with, then maybe it wouldn't have been maybe? such a big deal. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, anybody with the kind of powers that the Flash has, like saying, yeah, let out your anger, <laughs> is really, it just seems like not a good idea. Right? You're like, oh, maybe we shouldn't tell him that. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I wasn't necessarily confused on the Rainbow Raiders' powers, but it just, like, they didn't seem to be very clear cut exactly right. like so could, i mean not only can he inspire hate can he also inspire people Other to emotions. be really happy right. or like really right. sad or something like that or yeah what's i'm not sure what they were thinking with that version of the character mm-hmm. uh, if that was their plan or not um i hope we see him again because it's a it's a fun power set to play with right and you could have him affect other people on the star labs team and, and when they put him in the prison and like cisco's walking away and is like he makes that statement oh yeah if we've heard it all before you're gonna escape or you know right. no prison can hold you or whatever i feel right. like that was a very clear uh indication that there is going to be like a prison break they're all gonna yeah. get out and yeah no they're I, gonna have an I issue pretty much figure that anyone that's in that prison we could see him again yeah right absolutely like, yeah yeah. But who's in there now? I think all we've got in the prison at this point are the Mist and Rainbow Raider. Uh, I feel like there's one more. I know Girder was in there. And Girder was, let him out, died. died. I feel like there's like maybe one more that we're missing that was before Mist. Before Mist was just Multiplex, and he died. Hmm. Supposedly okay, so maybe died. maybe it is just those two. I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember right now. Yeah. I, I think it's just those two. Let us know if we're wrong, if we're missing one. Shoot yeah. us a message on Twitter. But as far as I know right now, it's just those two in the prison. Which wouldn't make for much of a fun prison break. So I guess they're going to well, have to wait a while. I mean, you got to gotta get Captain Cold and Heat Wave in there so mm-hmm. you can have an actual prison break. Right. With the cast of Prison Break. Speaking of Heat Wave, <laughs> I know we didn't see Heat Wave, but we did see yeah. another fire character. Yeah, at the end of the episode, we got yeah. our little tease of Firestorm. Right. Played by Robbie Amell, Stephen Amell's cousin. Yeah. Uh, Which I thought was kind of interesting because the next episode is we get to see the man in the yellow suit, right? Right. So And, and we're going to see Firestorm some more as well. Oh, we are going to yeah. see him? Okay. I didn't know yep. if we were just going to see um, the man in the yellow suit. and. Uh, actually, my dad pointed out something very interesting to me while we were watching this. Mm-hmm. He said that, uh, like, you know how, I guess, the Rainbow Raiders, he makes everybody's eyes turn red or whatever. Right. And he's like, oh, I've seen those eyes before on the man in the yellow suit or something. I guess, oh. like, in a flash, he saw yeah. that his eyes were red yeah. instead of that's true. normal eyes. And I, I didn't even catch that. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's so true. And so... Maybe perhaps that could lead to, like, I don't know, maybe that's why he's so evil and angry. Could be. Maybe he's been affected. Maybe Maybe he's been whammied. Whammied. (laughs) Whatever. Right. Right. Joe, he's like, did you just say whammied? (laughs) When Barry told him that. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, and just, like, thinking about ideas of who who could be the man in the yellow suit, right? It's mm-hmm. So it's reverse Flash is what they call him in the comics, right. the, the general character. But the question of who's under the mask is actually really valid because unlike a lot of DC villains where it's very clear cut, like Lex Luthor is Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. that's it. You really, there's, there's a few options of who reverse Flash could, could be. be. 
Uh, there's Hunter Zolomon has been a reverse flash, and then there's uh, Eobard Thawne has been a reverse flash. So there's a couple different ones uh, that it could potentially be. Plus, the fact that it's been multiple different characters in the comics kind of leads me to believe that they have pretty free reign of who they want the reverse flash to be right. in this show. And and so, so there's this thought of, like... Uh, is is Dr. Wells reverse flash right. potentially mm-hmm. is Eddie Thon reverse flash mm-hmm. you know that's kind of a big one that's tossed out just because his last name is Thon right um, and i i kind of feel like they're sort of setting us up to believe that Eddie is going to be mm-hmm. perhaps reverse flash because yeah. of the fight that they had in this episode right. and you know he's already sort of out to like uh, find out who the Flash is and maybe mm-hmm. figure out a way to squelch him or whatever. Sure. Or, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And then they have this big fight. And now Iris is Team Eddie and not Team Flash. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, I don't know. I, I, They're kind of setting that up, but I don't know that that's really going to come to fruition in the way that we think it is. I know that Eddie is probably going to end up being, you know, some sort of... Uh, not villain, but, like, just somebody that's opposed to the Flash the whole right. time, you know? Because sure. not everybody can be gung-ho about the Flash running around the city and stuff. Sure, but, sure. But uh, I don't know. I just don't... I'm... I don't know. Me neither. Me neither. And that's what's <laughs> awesome about it. Yeah. Right? Like, my my hope is that they don't... You know, they, they've set up this route of, like, Eddie could very easily start to turn against the Flash and become reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, that that feels a little bit like cliche yeah. at this point, and I want him to do something that I don't necessarily expect. Right. Um, and I don't know if I really see Eddie becoming fully evil either. Cause I, he's been a really just super nice guy so far, and obviously, if they do make him Reverse Flash, that's part of what makes it a compelling storyline is right. showing that shift from being. Mr. Nice Guy to Mm -hmm. Reverse Flash. Uh, But we've seen things like that before on various shows. Mm -hmm. You know, we saw it on Smallville. We saw it on Arrow. We don't need to see it on The Flash. Right. (laughs) Right. Do something a little different. Yeah. And I think... Surprise us. Right. (laughs) And I think that a couple possibilities there might be, you know, you mentioned the the red eyes being a potential indicator. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be that it's Barry Allen himself, mm-hmm. you know, being affected by Rainbow Raider. Right. Uh, or it could be someone else affected by Rainbow Raider, or it could just not be Rainbow Raider and they use the sure. same effect. Yeah. It's quite possible that, you know, yeah. that doesn't that really actually has nothing anything. to do with it. Right. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but it's an interesting indicator, mm-hmm. nonetheless. Um but another possibility, because, you know, the Thawne name is generally tied to Reverse Flash, mm-hmm. and because we're dealing with time travel in this show, a possibility a lot of people have put out there is that it's a relative of Eddie Thawne, you know, like a, oh, yeah. a, a grandson or something from the future. Uh, That's kind which, of, that would be kind of an interesting twist yeah, and really yeah. neat to see play out. Yeah, absolutely. And it'd be... I mean, it'd be compelling because if Eddie then finds out who it is, how's he going to react to that? What's he going to do? You know, my expectation would be that he would try to help him recover and not 
you know, get get over whatever grudge or hatred he's holding, right? And become a good person, right? Uh, but I don't know. I think that could be a interesting new compelling storyline for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So did we? I know we saw um, Firestorm, right? Or mm-hmm. half of him. Well, I mean, we saw him ignite. Yeah. So I would say we saw all of him. <laughs> well, right. right. But we saw Firestorm. There is uh, another half of him, though, that like yes. controls the mind, right? Yeah, Martin Stein. So maybe that's uh-huh. what will make him less um, twitchy or angry or something like that. Is that kind of how well, it goes? Is that I, I think it's more that he... I think that Professor Stein was in his mind when we saw him, and that's why he was twitchy, is that he had, like, two minds working in his head. Huh. And conflicting ideas, and that's what was making him that would tweaked be out. a good explanation yeah. as well. That's, I wasn't that's sure my... where it was at, if he was already there or not, and if mm-hmm. the professor is what calms him from being crazy because right. he's got these powers and he doesn't know what to do with it, or right. if it's like, oh, I've got too many voices in my head and now I'm crazy. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I think that he, in the comics at least, he doesn't have his powers unless the professor's in his head. Uh-huh. So that's why I tend to think that he's way about it. Up. I think he's already in there, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Ronnie Raymond doesn't understand what's happening. He doesn't know, like, that this other person is actually in his head, and so it's just a lot of extra noise to him right now. So Schizophrenic. Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep. So many problems. (laughs) Uh, So, Flash versus Arrow, right? We saw, uh, I guess, before Flash got whammied, Mm -hmm. uh, they had their training sequence. Yeah. Like Rocky. Right. Right. Like Rocky. Which I liked. I just want to say as a general comment between these two episodes, they so they mentioned the training sequence being like Rocky uh-huh. in the Flash and Arrow crossover, the Flash half of it. Right. And then at the end of the Arrow episode, the final scene was very much a Rocky homage. Yeah. Like the the having them start their fight and then cut away right as like the first punch is being thrown. Right. Totally a Rocky homage. Yeah. No way you can't say that. And one of the, uh, I think Andrew Kreisberg, one of the executive producers of the show, Mm -hmm. actually went on Twitter and said like, hope you all enjoyed the Rocky reference. Reference. (laughs) Really? Uh, That's cool. Yeah, so it was kind it of was, fun to watch. It though. was neat to see them mention it on the first one, and then have the the visual like Come nod nod it. in the second one. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but in their training se- sequence, right. he's like, "You're gonna run over there, and then you're gonna get shot by an arrow." And he's like, "No, I'm not." Nope. And it was hilarious that he. I didn't see that coming either with right. them setting up two little. Uh, I don't know, right. bows. Right, <laughs> remote controlled back. or yeah. time, timed uh, bow and arrows. Right. Crossbows. Uh, but it was a really, I, I think it's a valuable lesson for Barry to learn. Absolutely. That he can't just run into things all the time. Mm-hmm. He can't just use his, you know, speed all the time without thinking yeah. about things or strategizing or, yeah. you know, all the other parts of battle that Ollie has had to master, Mm -hmm. you know, in order to stay alive over the years. Uh, I think that having them mentor or, like, work together so that he can kind of teach them all those things is totally, totally valid. Yeah, absolutely. No, especially so far, we've seen 
really a rather reckless version of yeah, the flash seriously. like he's and I been incredibly I really reckless. thought about it until they pointed it out in this episode where they're right. just like you're just always running into things yeah. and i'm like well yeah he he kind of is like he's yeah. just running in and then he stands there and tries to figure it out and sometimes he's got to run away because he doesn't have a plan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yeah i mean the 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 little bit of strategizing they've done has been really uh vague you know they made their little <laughs> strategy about uh fighting girder which, which really was just like hit him really hard. Right. <laughs> yeah. You gotta run, run faster. Run fast. <laughs> hit him hard. Right. <laughs> Brute force. Let's so, do it. So we got into a bit more strategy, and hopefully we see that continue on in the show. You mm-hmm. know, hopefully the show uh, evolves from this crossover event, mm-hmm. and we see Barry become a little bit more calculated in what he's doing. And not quite so reckless. Yeah. Uh, that's my hope, at least. You oh. know, my hope is... It would make sense. Very much that both shows kind of learn from one another and meet somewhat in the middle. Right. That Flash can get a little bit more serious. I still very much appreciate the levity of the show. I don't want him to lose that by any means. Yeah. But they could be a little bit more serious, kind of taking some time to strategize things. Right. And, an arrow could be a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah. You know, you still want the dichotomy. That's what makes it That's fun what makes that the there's shows, yeah. two separate shows. Mm-hmm. If they were the same in tone, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. Right. But I think they could stand to just scoot <laughs> just to in wiggle a little just bit. a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 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 I also liked um, Caitlin and Felicity sort of uh, teaming up on a couple of different things mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. work out some of it. Like, just, I think having another girl, and they even said that. They're like, I really enjoy having just another <laughs> right. girl around to, like, right. chat with and talk yeah. about girly things with or whatever, yeah. you know? No, there were, there were all sorts of little, like, meta comments in the episodes like that one yeah uh like the comment that arrow or uh, that ollie and detective plants had with one another where he's like haven't seen you in a few weeks oh yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh (laughs) no there were there were a handful of really fun meta comments like that one yes yeah, it was yeah. interesting um, also for me to hear Iris say that Ollie was on her three, <laughs> her list of three or whatever. I don't remember right. the other names that she mentioned on that. Or I don't, she I don't did. think she did. Oh, okay. I think she just said that he was on the, on list, the list of three and yeah. that generally you don't <laughs> meet any of those. Right. Uh, which was goofy and fun. Yeah, just yeah. kind of, just, just random really. <laughs> just like, because, yeah. because, I mean... If you have a female on these shows, apparently they have to be wildly attractive, attracted to Oliver. <laughs> well, he is a wildly attractive man, so it would be hard to resist that. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then at the end of the Flash episode, we mm-hmm. see Oliver have a conversation with, um, what's her name? Crap. I forget what her name is. His baby mama. Oh, yeah. Who just apparently lives in Central City. Yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't know that, but... Yeah, she's in Central City now. That was kind of... That was really, like, the only super surprising thing from the episode to me. Yeah. You know, most of this stuff is fairly common fare, and it's super fun to see. Yeah. But it's pretty predictable, yeah. right? Like, I knew going into it that a winner wasn't going to be declared. Right. Right? They were going to battle. I knew that much. I knew they weren't going to declare a winner, because if they did, 
fans would be up in arms. Oh, right. Right? Yeah. You'd have... Everybody would rage yeah. about it. It would sure. be a mess. Yeah. Uh, so you knew that wasn't going to happen. But I really didn't, genuinely didn't expect to see... No, she just kind of popped up out Oliver's of Oliver's baby mama. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she, you know, in the comics, Oliver has a child. Oh, really? Uh, named Connor Hawk. Oh. And he becomes... Uh, Speedy, or, you know, the sidekick to Green Arrow in the comics. Uh, And I think that in the show, that's not really a possibility yet. Right. Because this kid's, you know, Oliver uh, met this girl, slept with this girl, got her pregnant, and, Mm -hmm. and then was trapped on the island for five years. Right. But I'd say the kid's, you know, at most, like, seven... Or seven eight or, or eight something. yeah right that's what i was guessing just by the way that she talked to him on the phone like yeah sweetie i'm getting yeah. you your hot cocoa or whatever right. like you wouldn't really wouldn't tell like a 12 year old that right. i don't think you right know? so i would guess probably around like I eight years old or so right. seven or eight mm-hmm. right around there uh because it's been what five years on the island and then however two, many the years first, he's the been. first two years back well time's uh, a wonky thing though on shows it could yeah. i mean it could very well just be like two years but he also could right. have been there for like three well or they talked something. they now i mean they had a they had a mention on the flash episode where he said i've been doing this for eight years oh so okay he's been doing the arrow thing for eight years five years on mm. you know his island hong kong thing right five years in hell yeah and then three years back in starling city um so i i think eight is probably about about what we could expect there Mm -hmm. Uh, so do you think we'll actually see this kid i don't know I mean, I, I certainly don't think that he's going to be taking on the speedy mantle anytime soon. No, for sure, soon. but like, why would they bring her in and right. kind of hint at this? If, right. I mean, obviously, it's a great storyline that they're going to have to like mm-hmm. go for. Well, and YouTube. and honestly, it works well with their whole idea of like identity being the the key theme of this season. Mm-hmm. You know, they've talked about that a little bit. Of Oliver is struggling with can he be both Oliver and the Arrow, or does he have to stop being Oliver and just be the Arrow full time? Right. And I think that, you know, reintroducing uh, a child of Oliver's that he feels a need to take responsibility for Mm -hmm. and be there for to a certain extent might be a good way to kind of push Oliver back to being Oliver Right. And not just consuming all of his time with his vigilante crusade. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe make him more human again. Yeah. 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 No, it'd be interesting to see how I think it might be a good way to do that. Yeah. Bring that back back around. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't know. I think it'd be cool. It'd be fun to explore. And uh, if the show goes on for another five seasons or so. Uh, or more. <laughs> maybe then you could have Connor Hawk. Yeah. You know, start learning some things and They'll probably wait until like the last season and then do like a time jump. <laughs> right. Like twenty right. years in the future. Yeah. Just do it in the last episode as a time jump. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but excuse me. 
Um, also in this episode, we had some really fun moments, I think, with like the, the Star Labs team mm-hmm. and Felicity mm-hmm. and uh, the Flash like running with her to yeah. the lab and then her clothes were on fire and stuff right. like that. Okay, so my question with that was, because I know it has to do with like, I know it's TV. Okay, I get it. But if you, if, because he has superpowers and is able to like super regenerate and stuff like that. So he's running at such a speed that mm-hmm. it doesn't actually hurt him. But like a normal person right. going from like zero to yeah. mock speed or wh- however right. fast he right, runs, right, right. You know, like instantaneously and then stopping, there's like some serious. Yeah. Uh, there, things will happen to your body that are not yeah. great, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, how, I guess... So, in the comics, they've kind of explained a bit of that, really just with, you know, their own mechanics. So, the speed force is what gives Barry his powers, mm-hmm. and that's what lets him run really fast. Uh-huh. It also lets him absorb the momentum of other things, and pass momentum on to other things oh and so they're saying like in the comics they say like that's why he can pick someone up speed off with them and it doesn't hurt them is that he's passing momentum on to them okay it's i mean well okay i mean and that's it's not good, scientifically sound <laughs> sure, by sure. any means that's a, that's a good enough explanation i guess i was just confused then as to like why her clothes <laughs> caught fire which well, Barry's did in the first one, too. His but don't. he's carried other people around, and he's run them places and sure. dropped them off and yeah. done things, and nobody's nobody else. Maybe just because it wasn't a long enough trip. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like, the, the times that we've seen it happen to Barry, it was a fairly significant trip. He went from Central City all the way to Star City in the pilot, right. and that's when his jacket started mm-hmm. sparking up. Uh, but all of the other people, I think that we've seen him carry around it's been like a few blocks right yeah it's been pretty short distances sure except well in the air in this episode where he carries the bad guy um once the arrow has shot him right and he carries him or no it wasn't okay anyway and he carries him and handcuffs him to the captain's filing cabinet you know yeah yeah yeah. the he they show him running for a really what seems like a very long distance Hmm. um, on the screen or whatever. And then also when he's showing Felicity for the first time, his powers and he like runs up the building and then runs back down to her, his shoes catch fire. So, and that's a short distance too. So I I don't know. There was just some inaccuracies Eh. here with Eh. the um, speed and stuff like that. Because reasons. Right. (laughs) Because we wanted to see Felicity lose her shirt basically. Right. And, uh, Cisco will never forget that moment. No, no, <laughs> But no. then they also have the boomerang in there, and they're, like, throwing it around, and just his reaction to, like, that's my Cisco's, bad. My bad. Well, my, so I had some, I had some moments in this episode with Cisco. They were my favorite Cisco moments yes, so far. Yes, I've been, like, dying. Favorite ones. Yeah. First, really just two moments in the Flash crossover half. Uh, two moments with Cisco were my absolute favorite Cisco moments so far. One, the Star Wars quote yes. was He's so like, spot on. Nobody else is feeling that right now. And he did such a good <laughs> Yoda impression, yes. and I can't do a Yoda impression, so I'm not even no gonna way. try. No. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm, but it was great. Yeah, I was dying at that one too. Yeah, it was a spot on, like perfect timing for it. <laughs> yeah. Because Wells comes rolling in and he's like listing off all of these emotions and. <laughs> 
it was just such a weird like list yeah and and it it worked really well right uh and then the other the other moment was when uh i think felicity handed him the boomerang that they had found Uh uh-huh and he's like, oh, I need to run some tasks. I need to run them right now. Yeah. And he runs on I know. I loved Cisco in both of these episodes. He, his humor was just out of control. And it, and it was so, it was really spot on. Yeah. It really was. I yeah. mean, I like, I love Cisco anyway. Like, I like his cheesy little remarks and his ridiculous. I mean, right. I know some of the things that he says are absolutely like over the top cheesy. But right. I kind of love that. Like. I think that he's so goofy and fun. Mm-hmm. I would totally be friends with him. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Why not? Just for just because he would make me laugh all the time. You bet. You bet. No, Carlos Valdez is knocking out of the park at Cisco. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, and it was fun to see him brought over to Star City as well. We'll talk about that in our next episode. Um, but let's talk about the big event in this episode. Yeah. That we really haven't talked about nope. at all. Nope. The big fight. Yeah. Because the, they fought. So, that was a thing. Of, yeah, they fought. Yeah, I mean, they did fight, I guess. But. It was more like Arrow flailing wildly, <laughs> trying know. to hit the Flash. Yeah. And Flash just... Being drug along the ground around. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Again, why Man. didn't he catch fire? He I don't know. Drug him? Okay. Anyway... Uh, so we saw first the first thing in the fight was uh, he pulled Arrow by a rope that had gotten caught around him and Mm -hmm. drug him through the streets back to an alley and I appreciate it just because a lot of times when we see big superhero fights like this there's a lot of there's a lot of collateral damage and this was really nicely confined Mm -hmm. it was in a back alley and didn't cause a lot of property damage you know there was that garbage can that was exploded that's about it i mean it's a garbage can i'm all right with that yeah it's all right. that's, that's acceptable collateral damage <laughs> right? it's not like a building or right. like somebody like a bunch of cars or something yeah. like that no it yeah. was really just no big deal right less cra- less collateral damage than when barry did his supersonic punch right so that's cool yeah uh but anyways so we saw barry drag ollie through the through the alley mm-hmm. and then uh we saw a handful of things in fairly quick succession first we saw the the trick from avengers of the the archer right. shooting his arrow mm-hmm. thinking you know the the opponent thinking that the archer missed and then it exploding right right mm-hmm. in avengers we saw loki catch the arrow and then it exploded in this one, we saw Barry dodge the arrow, it hit the trash can, and it exploded. Right. Um, so it was a nice little Avengers nod, mm-hmm. which, you know, the the producers of this show have talked several times about, like, they really take a lot of influence from Avengers as right. well. It's a fun, fun movie, and mm-hmm. they like the team environment that's been crafted in those, and... So they, I think they knew that going into it, that it would be seen as an Avengers nod and did it as an Avengers nod. Right. Which was cool. I think they did it well, too. They did. It wasn't, it wasn't a super direct thing. You know, we didn't see the Flash catch that arrow Mm -hmm. uh, the same way Loki did. It was a little bit different. So that was good. Um, We saw that and then we saw Arrow 
I don't remember the sequence of this. It may have been before. We saw Arrow shoot the Flash with the horse tranquilizer. Right. Uh, and he vibrated. And he just vibrated it out of his body. I I don't know how that works. Okay. I don't know. What's the science behind this? Because I, don't know. I was a little confused. Like, it, did he sweat it out? Did he just, like, how? I, yeah, maybe. I we'll go with that. Okay. I'll go with sweating it out. He's just vibrating so fast that the gas was released from his pores right. or something. It was yeah. kind of... It was odd. Yeah, I didn't really understand how I, that happened. I, yeah. I think they've done it in the comics before. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Mm-hmm. Seems like something that they could could have done in it the comics. It was a neat effect regardless. It was. But it was just... I, I was like, well, how, do, how does that work? Yeah. Well, I mean, it would have been a pretty boring fight if that just knocked him out and it was done. Right. right? Fair enough. I mean... But he also has, like, like super regenerative, regenerative powers, so, like, maybe right. he could have been, like, right. groggy for a second and then been like, and right. I'm over it. Let's go. Right. Well, yeah. And that's, I think, why they had him say, like, it was such a heavy dose of it. Right. And it was horse tranquilizer. Right. Right. Uh, so I think that they, they were saying that Arrow had accounted for his, like, fast metabolism. Right. Oh, okay. And just wasn't accounting for Mm -hmm. the possibility of him somehow vibrating it out of his body. Right. Uh, Which which was cool. You know, we got to see that planning and preparation from Arrow. And and I guess a kind of a new, not necessarily a new power of Barry's, but just, like, a new twist on them. Like, you know, we've seen him vibrate his vocal cords, change his voice, and do other things now. And so now apparently he can... Vibrate to release toxins from his body, I oh, guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we've had we had those two moments right away. Right. Uh, and then we had flashes, flying fists of fury. This is my favorite thing because <laughs> yes. because they do it in like the comics and in animated stuff all the time. And it was so cool to see it in live action where he just like zips around throwing punch after punch in right. rapid succession just yeah it was just just fun beating him up yeah man. and yeah. he's still able to stand there and i yeah. guess ta- i mean ollie's so strong apparently <laughs> i don't know to just take a bunch of punches i guess like rapid succession but yeah all of those things happened really quickly and i feel like more than them actually fighting it was more so just Ollie wasting time like yeah. just trying to yeah. keep him occupied yeah because there was like some shit talking there was like some you know just like random things where they right. just kind of stand there for a second you know right. or whatever yeah angrily looking at each other you know just yeah. kind of wasting time until well and ultimately yeah that was the deal is they were just killing time until Wells and West were in position right yeah and Dr. Wells and to flash uh, all the different colors at him yeah yeah. Because they didn't have time, apparently, to figure out what color reverses the effects of red or something. They're, they're no, not it was, scientists or anything. They, they can't figure they, that out. They were saying it was the specific combination of colors. It had to be all of them. He said, oh, I, I thought Well said he just has to see the right color. He said the right combination of colors. Uh, right, okay. Pretty sure. Maybe I'm And that's why it him. was, like, all of the colors. I figured that. I thought he was just, like... Well, he's just got to see the right color, so let's just flash all of them at him. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're just going to flash the whole spectrum. No, yeah. I think I think it was the right combination of colors. Oh. Because otherwise, it would have just been like, open it up in one, one light. Because they would have figured it out if that was the case. They yeah. would have figured out which specific color. Sure. 
Uh, I think it's got to be a combination of colors. It was more fun that way anyway. It was like a disco for a second. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's, you know, a bit of a uh, Green Lantern nod. A lot of the stuff in this episode was very subtle, like Green Lantern mythos nods. Really? Because the, yeah, the Green Lantern's powers are all based on emotions. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're generated from emotions and there's the whole color spectrum. If you're unfamiliar with green lantern mythos there's there's red lanterns that are fueled by rage which makes sense right the red eyes being rage Mm -hmm. induced by rainbow raider there's orange which is avarice or greed uh there's yellow which is fear green is willpower blue is hope indigo is compassion and violet is love oh so there's this whole spectrum of emotions and so uh, I think part of that was just a little, little bit of a nod to say, like, light and emotions are connected. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they <laughs> kind of said that, I think, or kind of nodded and towards that with his name, with Roy G. Bivero's name right. or whatever as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, and the, the colors that we saw flashed by the van mm-hmm. were predominantly blue, green, and indigo yeah. or purple, right? Mm-hmm. Which would be the colors that correspond to hope, willpower, and compassion. Oh. So all of these very like anti-rage emotions. Cool. Uh, that they flashed at him. That's neat. I really didn't. I guess I didn't put those two things together. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was cool, and it wasn't. You know, they weren't super obvious about it. It was just kind of yeah. there, and it yeah. just was. I just, you know, it was just pretty colors, really, to me. I was like, oh, yeah. all those pretty colors. <laughs> Which is fine. Uh, but, yeah, it was just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, that's about it, yeah. right? They they finished their fight. Oh, I guess the other the other really fun moment from the fight I thought was when uh, when Arrow tried to grapple away. Yeah. And Flash is just like, what are you doing? Right. We're not we're not we're done. Not done yet. Zips up the side of the building. <laughs> and then and, drops him and, off. Right. Like closest he comes to actually like really hurting Arrow. I was actually afraid for right. a second. I, I mean I know that they Because can't he was kill way him, at the top yeah, of the building. But I was like, Oh my god, how are they gonna how is he going to survive this? Yeah. Because if he lands, he's dead. Right, right. So So he whips out another grapple arrow and, right, and, and catches himself right before he hits the ground. Yeah. I, I kind of <laughs> half expected like hit the flash to, you know, drop him off of the building or whatever and then catch him. But he right. made like no motion like he was gonna do anything no, or whatever. Because he was so mad, yeah. you know, whatever he's out of his character. <clears throat> it was just yeah. Yeah. It was a very dramatic moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the rage in that moment, like his line of, what are you doing? We're not done. Yeah. Was just so, it it worked really well. Yeah. Sold it. Absolutely. Yep. Good work, Grant. Mm-hmm. Good work all around, I think. This, absolutely. These episodes, these crossover episodes were, these are absolutely my favorite ones out of the whole series so far. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. They were a lot of fun. Uh, And I think that's all we've got to talk about for the Flash half. Of the crossover. Mm -hmm. And next week for The Flash, we're going to see The Man in the Yellow Suit, Mm -hmm. which I just got to say as a side note, Uh every time I hear that title, it makes me think of Curious George. Me too. (laughs) It does. Yes. Man in the Yellow Suit, Man in the Yellow Hat. Right. Can't help it. But they're not 
<laughs> similar at all. Like, can no. you imagine the man in the I yellow mean, hat just to be like super angry and running around? What we really need is a uh, reverse flash gorilla grod team up. Oh, wow. There you Boom. go. That would be Boom. <laughs> the perfect. <laughs> and we'll just get a reverse flash like Pharrell's hat. Yep. And, you know, his Arby's hat or whatever. And yep. Color it yellow. And then it'd be perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Done. Evil evil version of curious george <laughs> yes. versus the flash like the most twisted version too oh man yeah. that would be amazing it would be sweet mm-hmm. all right anyways that's all we've got to talk about on this episode yeah uh you can follow us on twitter at flash fanatics or check us out on facebook facebook.com slash flash fanatics um or you can check out our blog posts uh back in a flash or find our podcast on iTunes and leave us some reviews and let us know what you think of the podcast and we'll try and keep making it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. We'll be back in a flash.